you can put that thing here on the top. Is standing, you can get a chair or anything, or <coughs> uh, there is plenty of room here. You can come. With her. तपकथाम कविरीडितम कलमशापहम श्रवणमंगलम श्रीमदाततम भुविगृणन्ति ये पुरिदाजनाहम द नेक्टर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड्स इज द लाइफ फॉर दोस हु आर स्कॉर्स्ड बाय द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड्स which have been uttered by the universe of truth which wipe out sins the very hearing of which is beneficial which are beautiful pleasing to the ears pleasing to the hearts which are inexhaustible those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty om shanti 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 peace 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 be unto all Tonight our satsang will be on gems from the garden of saints. Shami Vishuddhananda's reminiscences about the direct disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. We shall go back 62 years. 
It was in 1956. Swami Vishuddhananda who was the, I think, eighth president of the Ramakrishna Order. Summer 1956. Train goes up to Hardwar. We have a hospital center, Konkhal. So Swami would sit outside and in a lawn, and all monks would come to him to hear the words, the stories of the Jari disciples of Sri Ramakrishna. You know, sometimes I feel that tradition is so important. Everything is not in the books. We learn many things from oral tradition. Just think of that, that in the evening a great monk, a soul is seated, surrounded by the monks and talking about these wonderful teachings. <coughs> and I knew a Swami who was very fond of me, Swami Dhiryeshananda. He was a disciple of Swami Sarudananda. He gave many of his diaries to me. He would listen what Swami said and you then went to his room and recorded. As a result we got these materials. You know when I was it is in Bengali. I shall I shall my eyes will be in Bengali but I shall speak in English. <laughs> you know, sometimes I can visualize. What a beautiful atmosphere he created talking about this olden days of the Ramakrishna Hajar. Swami Dhiryashananda, we are very grateful to him. Swami Vishuddhananda was born in 1883 and died in 1962. I met him quite a few times. At that time he was the vice-president of the order. Then he became the president. But he died within three months after he became the president from a surgery. 27th May 1956. Shami started with the verse of the Bhagavad Gita. 
मत्कर्मकृत मत्परमो मद्भक्त संगवर्जित निर्वैरा सर्वभूतेशु जमेति पांडव दैट इज द लास्ट भर्स ऑफ द इलेवेन्थ चैप्टर ऑफ द भगवद गीता कृष्ण शोज अर्जुन हिज कॉस्मिक फॉर्म देन फाइनली टोल्ड हिम मत्कर्मकृत वर्क फॉर मी मद्भक्त बीमा जबोची संगवर्जित बी एनचास्ट प्रैक्टिस योग राजयोग निर्वैर सर्वभूतेशु डोंट कीप एनी एनमिटी विद एनीबडी इफ यू फाइंड ए पर्सन लाइक दिस दैट पर्सन विल डेफिनेटली अचेन मी दैट कृष्ण सेड स्वामी मेड ए वेरी ब्यूटिफुल कमेंट मत परमो फर्स्ट यू नीड ए फोकस हु इज योर गोल हु इज योर आइडियल गॉड मत परमो यू नो समटाइम्स आई रिपीट फ्रॉम द बृहदरण उपनिषद ईशा परम गति ईशा ईशा परम संपद ईशा ईशा परम लोक ईशा ईशा परमानंद एक आनंद सन्ना भूता मात्रा उपजीवती समटाइम्स सम थीम्स ऑफ द उपनिषद बिकम्स ए थीम फॉर मेडिटेशन ईशा ईशा परम गुति दिस आत्मन दिस ब्रह्मन इज द सुप्रीम गोल परम संपत सुप्रीम वेल्थ ट्रेजर परम लोका सुप्रीम अबोज परम आनंद सुप्रीम ब्लिस हैविंग ब्लिस फ्रॉम दिस आत्मन वी गेट ब्लिस इन दिस वर्ल्ड सो फर्स्ट शोमिसेज मत परमो फर्स्ट यू मस्ट हैव ए फोकस वॉट इज योर गोल then you make an effort to reach that goal that mat karma krit you make an karma yoga nishkam karma then mad bhakt you will have to love god but you cannot love god if you have attachment for the world so you must be detached then swami says this is the essence of karma yoga according to bhagavad gita swami vivekananda elaborated that karma yoga ishara pritartham karma the work you do to satisfy god but i don't see god but you see the children of god human beings they are all manifestations of god sat them that shamiji taught 
বহুরূপে সম্মুখে ছাড়ি কোথা খুঁজেছে ঈশ্বর জীবে প্রেম করে যেই জন সেই জন সেবিছে ঈশ্বর সিং দিস লিভিং গড হোয়াই আর ইউ সার্চিং গড হিয়ার অ্যান্ড দিয়ার গিভ ইউর লাইফ এনার্জি এভরিথিং টু সার্ভ হিউম্যান বিইংস দ্যাট ইজ দি ওয়ার্শিপ অফ দি রিয়েল গড then Swami made a comment if you have genuine love for Sri Ramakrishna then that would be the real service to Sri Ramakrishna to, 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 to the mission Sri Ramakrishna's mission Swami Brahmananda was then at Madras Mott it was 1908 His attendant was, well, was not well, had smallpox, so he went to Bangalore. So I was appointed to serve Swami Brahmananda and I was getting tremendous joy. I gave up my japa and meditation. Just to serve Maharaj. Then Swami, Swami Dhirananda told Swami Brahmananda, that Vishuddhananda, the Jitan does not go any place, he wants to only stay with you. Then Maharaj said, as a friend and as a brother, I tell you that work and worship must go together. Then Maharaj asked, do you practice Japa mind meditation? No, Maharaj, I get joy serving you. No, 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 no. It will not work that way. You must practice your japa and meditation regularly. That will bring love for God. And if you have love, then karma will not be drudgery. You see, sometimes you go to work for an office. Karma is distasteful. We do not know how to make this karma joyful. It doesn't become karma yoga, it becomes karma bhoga, suffering from karma. <laughs> So he is telling that how to make this karma palatable, joyful, fulfilling. That when I go to my office, when I come back from office, I get joy. That he was talking about. If you do not have a spiritual background, you cannot have this kind of feeling. For whom are you working? I remember, perhaps I told you, Shami Pavitrananda ji went to Shami. Sharadananda and said, Maharaj, I don't feel that I am working for Sri Ramakrishna. I am a monk. Then Swami said, Do you work for your family, parents? No. Do you get any salary here? No. Is it your work? No. So these three things are sure. You are not working for your family, you are not working for yourself, you are not working for money here. Please, yes. You go, then you will understand for whom you are working. You are working for the Lord, unknowingly. I was in Banaras, I was massaging Swami Brahmananda's feet. I was pressing very hard 
and I was very tired. I was perspiring. It was summer in in Benares. Then I was thinking, you know, I was I was tired. I was thinking if I be at home, how much work I had to do to maintain my family, whole day, full time job, coming by some. Those who work full time job, they know how much work. And at least I am serving this holy man. I should not complain. But inside he was thinking this way. It is a, my great privilege that I am serving this son, spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna. The moment I thought about it, my whole tiredness disappeared. Then immediately Mara said, "No more massaging. It is enough." Then Swami made a comment from the Gita: "Tasma sarveshu kaleshu ma manushmara yuddhacha mayar pito mano buddhir ma meeveshesi asamshayam." Tasma, therefore, sarveshu kaleshu all the time, maam me manushmara think of me yuddhacha and fight. That Krishna told Arjuna: Think of me, remember me, and fight. Remember me and fight. Only fighting will not do. You will have to think of me. Then you will get energy, inspiration to fight. And thus, if you put your mind, buddhi, everything on me, then you will reach me. Then he mentioned Swami Jyoti Sharananda, who was a pious person and great Swami. He was in Germany during the World War. When the World War Second began, he moved to Philadelphia. <coughs> he worked some years in the West. Then he returned to India, became vice president. In I think it was in thirties, twenties, he was asked to become the editor of the Prabodh Bharata. So he went to Shami Brahmananda and said, "Maharaj, I do not. I am not fit to become the editor. I do not have any ideas. I do not want to write." Brahmananda was his guru. Mara said, "Before you start writing, meditate on Sri Ramakrishna. In between, in the middle, sometimes think of Chakur, and when at the end, think of Sri Ramakrishna. You will see there are so many new, new ideas will come to your mind. And he was a very successful writer." He asked Prabhash, Sharad Chandra Chatterjee, the famous novelist, his brother, name was Vedanand. He was our monk. So Brahmanand asked him, "You go and take the charge of Brindavan Ashram." Maharaj, if you order, I shall go. But tell me, what shall I have to do there? Just give a little homeopathic medicine to the. Sick people, poor monks, some people on the in our shivashram, our hospital center. Maharaj, I do not know age of homeopathy. I have no knowledge of homeopathy. Maharaj said, "Come near me. Let me tell you. Listen to the complaint of the patient. Then find out the symptoms." 
then buy a book on homeopathic, you know, and compare the symptoms and compare the, with the book. And then think of Sri Ramakrishna and select the medicine and give the medicine. He has no magical background, you see. Then the medicine will flash in your mind, that will be the right medicine. And he became very successful. In that connection, I shall tell you, I perhaps I told you that funny story of Swami Bigyanananda in Allahabad. What happened? The, we have the charitable dispensary. The homeopathic doctor, he left. Swami Bigyanananda, he was a disciple of Sri Ramakrishna. What to do? So many people have come. He, will, he went to the dispensary. The homeopathic medicine boxes there, you know, they give it to So people came. Maharaj Bimarhua, this is my disease. <laughs> Some women also came, they started to tell their problem. Hey, my bat mat karo. The patient is talking that his complaint, do not talk. <laughs> Dawai lejao, take the medicine, go home. <laughs> and he gave the medicine, Jai Ram Krishna gave medicine <laughs> and cured. He has no magical background. Just Jai Ram Krishna. Jai Ram Krishna cured the disease. Then what happened? All people are cured, you know, people flocked, many people started to come. So even medicine was finished. I heard even the nitric acid also is gone. <laughs> All in the, then they, he brought a doctor from Banaras and handed over, but I cannot handle so many patients, you take over. So, that is so funny. Joy Ram Krishna, that medicine is enough. Then he was talking about Swami Ramakrishna and Swami sent him to Madras. But what an ideal life he had. Early in the morning he would go to the shrine, put Sri Ramakrishna on the altar. Then he used to start to cut vegetables. Then he used to teach us Manushangita and other books. Then finishing, after finishing the shower, he started worship. Then he used to go outside to give some lectures. But in the before evening he came back and did the Aruti. One new, one day at noon time, <coughs> Madras is very hot <coughs> and humid. <coughs> <coughs> he was lying down in his room. All of a sudden he felt very hot, no electric. To electricity. So he said, oh, Master is also is feeling hot. So he took a palm leaf fan and started to fan Sri Ramakrishna's picture till four o'clock. That is called Atmavat Sarvabhuti issue. You must feel others as you feel yourself. That is called Supreme Worship. Sarp Sri Ramakrishna. 
Sometimes he used to go for classes and see two, three persons. I said, why do you come here and give classes? I do not come for the people. I come and I give classes for Sri Ramakrishna. If people come, fine. If not, which is all right. Swami says, in my spiritual life I am indebted to three Swamis, Swami Brahmananda, Swami Shivananda and Swami Ramakrishnananda. Swami Ramakrishnananda told me, I have two desires to bring Holy Mother and Swami Brahmananda to South India because Thakur could not come, so that the whole South India will be sanctified. And that he did, at that time he was not well, his tuberculosis developed, 1910, 1911, then he died. He travelled all the way with Holy Mother, major journey comfortable. You know, when I read this kind of sacrifice of the disciples of Ramakrishna, that what greatness they had. Twenty-ninth May, 1956, Swami Brahmananda in Madras, 1908. Swamiji gave his talk in Thousand Island Park. June 1895 till 7th August 1895. And Miss Waldo, Sarah Ellen Waldo, Swamiji gave her Brahma Church and gave the name Haridashi. She wrote in longhand all talks of Swamiji. And that, those talks came as inspired talks. It is one of the beautiful books of Swami Vivekananda, the inspired talks. So, and who edited that book? Miss Laura Glenn. She was the American woman. Later on she became a nun, Sister Devomata. Her book, Days in Indian Monastery, is a very famous book. <clears throat> she also stayed with Swami Ramakrishnananda in Madras. So when the book came out, Swami Brahmananda suggested that, he was very excited, this book, we must have the review of Madras in Bombay and main cities, so that Swamiji's message will spread. take the clip, cuttings, clippings of the Madras and send book with that clippings to Bombay. He said, Maharaj, that is not necessary, only books will do. Maharaj did not like it.
Please is a big mistake that I asked you to do it. Here, I am withdrawing myself. Bus changed that situation. Two brother disciples, they are not talking to each other. Then Maharaj asked Swami Vishuddhananda, the Swami who is talking, this, his reminiscences, bring the almanac. Before he would leave any place, he would consult the almanac, find out the auspicious time, auspicious date. He brought the almanac, he said, write a letter to Puri, I shall go on such and such date. And but I, then I was going to post that letter to the mailbox. Swami Ramakrishnananda watched and grabbed, took the paper letter from my hands and tore it through, and threw away. But I was stunned. More as believe Swami Brahmananda asked, what shall I tell him? Last two, three days passed. Maharaj did not ask anything. Swami Ramakrishnananda came every evening and bowed down to Maharaj, but no talk. Third day, he could not bear anymore. He fell at Brahmananda's feet and said, Maharaj, please forgive me. If we speak, several Ramakrishnananda can grow. Please forgive me. Then two brother disciples, they embrace each other and all misunderstanding disappeared. You know, Swami Ramakrishna, Swami Sarudananda mentioned to a monk, if I say something, I am the general secretary. If I say something, argue. If Brahmananda says something, do not argue. Because he can see the past, present and future. He is a supreme knower of Brahman. And it is Sri Ramakrishna who is working inside, sitting inside him. What he says, it is infallible. Do not argue with him. Swami says that he was so farsighted. Well, I was the cashier in, Bradan, in, in Madras Mott and Swami, Swami Ramakrishnananda would ask, hey, give me some money. I will buy this, buy this. Swami observed it and he said, you give money, do you take any receipt? No. Maharaj, he is the head, he is the disciple of Ramakrishna. He's, no, 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 no. Whenever he takes money, you must take his signature, voucher, that I took this money. Then what happened? Swami Vishuddhananda was transferred from Madras to Bangalore. And Shoshi Maharaj asked him, Maharaj, I want to hand over my cash and my accounts to some other person, another Rudra Maharaj. Will I give to him? Will I, how much money? Will I, this much money you have? My goodness, why so? 
small money, almost you are thinking that you, I am supposed to have more money and this and that. The money is just everything you sign in the vouchers, so all you know, they, you can compare it and the accounts is there, cash is there. Then he realized that Parashami, you know, they are taking money for God to how much money I took. How far-sighted Swami Brahmananda was. There should not be any misunderstanding. Personal relationship is all right, but in office relationship, you must be follow the official procedure. I learned from Swami Brahmananda. Well, one day Sister Devamata was going for shopping, so I asked him that Swami Brahmananda loves a small okra, not big one, small one, tender. So he says, could you buy some lady's finger for Swami? And the American lady was laughing, but the lady's finger, <laughs> India, the, the Benji, that okra, they call it lady's finger. <laughs> then he said, no, 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 Swami, that is okra, not lady's finger. Here, Remini said, I went to Holy Mother in 1906. I was 23 years old. Walked all the way. Myself and Swami Shantananda and Swami Girijananda. Our mother received them. Hmm. I shall tell about his journey a little later. Still, Madras is going on. <coughs> One day Swami Ramakrishnananda wanted and we want to see how Brahmananda worships Sri Ramakrishna. So one day Maharaj was in bathroom after shower when he came out, Swami Ramakrishnananda stopped him. Today you will have to do the worship. Hey, I do not know the mantras and all those things. You know all those things. No, you will have to do the puja today. So he changed his cloth. <coughs> Went to the shrine and Swami Ramakrishna on the closed the door. Let him do worship in his own way. Do you know how Swami Vivekananda practiced the worship? As you see, kosha, kushi, all this one, no mantra. Swami's worship is sit, meditate two hours. His face will be radiant with tremendous emotion. After two, three, two, three hours, nobody knows how long he will meditate. Then all the flowers, he will take all the flowers, 
Tensiunii sfărăd, a fost o sirea mâncășă, de ce zis doar și? Eu n-am uit, buto și de alt, și de alt, băgenul. Astăzi, eu n-am uit, ați mă-n pulă, purificăția de sit, purificăția de flower, purificăția de puci, all these mantras de angnamă, 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 angnamă. No normal business. But sometimes, one day there was no fruits for Swami Brahmananda. So I said to Swami Ramakrishnananda Maharaj, today there is no fruit for Swami Brahmananda, what shall I do? Is there any fruit for Sri Ramakrishna? Yes. Give that fruit to Sri Ramakrishna, to Brahmananda. But Maharaj, Generally, when we offer to Sri Ramakrishna, the first part we offer to Sri Ramakrishna, then we can take. But from Sri Ramakrishna, never would offer first Divine Mother, then one can take. So he said that that is for Sri Ramakrishna. But no, no, no. If Sri Ramakrishna sitting inside him eats, there will be no harm. We have so much regard, love. High estimation for the Jari disciples. But I saw Shami Ramakrishna Nandos offering food. He would put them, he would keep just food half an hour in the shrine. Offering food, he will repeat the mantra offering, then he was sitting outside, he will repeat Pranaballa Prabhu Tumi Amar. My dear Lord, you are my all in all, and this you will repeat and think of Sri Ramakrishna, and that is his offering. Then he said, How Shami Ramakrishna Nanda serves his guru, Sri Ramakrishna? In Kashipur garden house, Sri Ramakrishna there, was there for nine months, cancer. Emaciated body, he could not sleep on the bed, on the on the on the on the floor. First there is a mat, then there is a carpet. After carpet there is a mattress. On that mattress he used to sleep. It is not America, you know. You have a what is called the folding bed, so that you can raise your head. How will you eat? You cannot eat lying down. So what they, he did, put three pillows at his back, and he will put in his back and holding the pillow, so that the Sri Ramakrishna can sit and eat. You know, when I, I sometimes visualize those scenes. It is not the folding bed, you know, just two, three pillows at the back, and this disciple is putting his back so that his guru, body will be up and he can eat. What you will eat? Farina pudding. A little milk. Throat cancer, no solid food goes below. Very difficult. That he was telling. And also he is fanning his guru. You know, these are the scenes, these are the 
theme for meditation. Suppose you are not, mind is not working right, you can visualize that scene. I can visualize that spot where Sri Ramakrishna used to sleep in that room in Kashi Burgajan house. It is southwest corner, nearly mm, 2-3 feet from the wall. His head is south, legs toward the north, and in that corner, his bed. And how I, I can visualize the pillow, how he is eating. This is the way we can imagine many things, and that helps our meditation. Nineteen eight in Madras. It was a festival. Many people are coming. I was with Swami Brahmananda. After his lunch, I prepared tobacco. He was smoking his hubble bubble. But most of the time, he was very indrawn. Then he was talking about himself. Talking kya to jante perisilam. Me jija eva know that this such thing will happen. So from the festival times, he is watching through the window. He saw judge, magistrate, very, very rich, distinguished people are coming to the monastery. But when I lived with Sri Ramakrishna and Dokshineshwar, did I realize that these things will happen connecting with Sri Ramakrishna? Then he says, two, three months, no, three, Three, four days before Sri Ramakrishna was passing away, he asked Brahmananda, hey, bring that picture. There was a picture of Sri Ramakrishna on the wall. Bring that picture to me. So Sri Ramakrishna was seated and bring some flowers. He brought some flowers. He, he put that flowers on his picture. Then he touched on his forehead, touched on his chest and said, now put it back. In another pool, they puja kolen bullen. Echobi ghare ghare puja habi. In the future, this picture will be worshipped in many, many homes. Ghare ghare means in every home, like that, you know. But now I see that Master's words are true. Well, I went to some Maharaj was in Woodland, which is a some aristocratic areas in Calcutta, in South Calcutta. Well, Maharaj was guest in that home, and he was making jokes and fun with people. And lawyer, a distinguished person, came to see Maharaj, and Maharaj he kept quiet, sitting in the corner of the room. Then, after a couple of hours, <laughs> Maharaj looked at him and said, "My goodness." You have come to see me. I am sorry that I could not talk to you, but please come another day. <laughs> then I shall talk to you. Don't think that we are in, in this mood every day and talk like this. <laughs> that person said, Maharaj, I came with my problem, but my problem is solved seeing you. He talked quite a bit about Keshav Shen's two sons. One son was a 
deputy high commissioner in England, Keshapshan's son. And he came to see me. I said, your father was so loved by Sri Ramakrishna. Hearing this, his mind went into a higher plane of consciousness. But you opened, I was, my, that side of my life was closed, but you opened this, that side to me. When I was 13, 14 years old, I went to Kashipur garden house and I touched Sri Ramakrishna's feet. Then he mentioned about Keshapshan's daughter, Suniti. He, she used to come to, Ranchi, to me in Ranchi. When I talked about Sri Ramakrishna, he said, I was 14, 15 years old. Keshapshan was a Brahmalajar. 15 years old, Sri Ramakrishna came to our home. <coughs> My father was trying to entertain him. Then Sri Ramakrishna said, I want to eat ice cream, kulpi. So Keshav, time to time he was talking, Keshav, I want to eat ice cream. Three, four times, and he, was, he sent somebody around, they could find out ice cream, ice cream where is available. It is not so easy at that time. So it's kulpi, kulpi. Generally in Calcutta, there is a box the vendor pushes. Inside, in the ice, they keep, keep ice cream. The door-to-door they sell. It is not your bond market or the state or brothers, you know, you go ice cream as you get. It is not, that is not in Calcutta. Now, of course, they have. But this ice cream. But you know, it is now evening, late evening, somebody came and just pushed ice cream, ice cream, shouting. Immediately, Keshav bought ice cream and fed Sri Ramakrishna. You see, a Nuara Brahman, if anything comes to their minds, it must be fulfilled. <coughs> it happened in Kashipur. Sri Ramakrishna wanted to eat Amaloki, and it is out of season. So Durga Charan Nag, Nagmashai came to see Sri Ramakrishna. What? Out of season? Master has a desire to eat Amloki? There must be somewhere in this world. He went. Two, three days the man moved out of out of, skirt of Calcutta, all the gardens, where the ice um, Amloki fruits. He found near from Dom Dom somewhere, in the tree there is some ice there is some Amloki that he brought. In Nuvara Brahman, this thought has come, there must be somewhere in this world. Do you know why? Their speech are truth. Their thoughts are truth. Whatever comes to their mind, that must be true. Their whole life is based on the truth. When we read the Upanishads, that means they are all truth. Nothing but truth, because those came from the lips, from the illumined souls. Well, in Madras Mott, 
Sometimes Brahmananda used to say, let us come, let us play cards. But I myself, I was, Maharaj was with Kishtolal Maharaj and I myself with Shoshi Maharaj, Shamiram Krishnananda. You know, two to four. So Shoshi Maharaj put the card, you know, he did not trample it and we are losing every time. So I became very upset. I said, Maharaj, why did you put that card there? You know, we lo- am losing this and that. And Maharaj is very happy. Every time he wins, he is so happy. Then after two, three days, Shoshi Maharaj was telling me, the Swami Vishuddhananda, the Swami's reminiscences I am telling you. You are a fool. I love to lose. Just to see the smiling face of Maharaj. He, that is the way he is bringing his mind to the world. Otherwise he will go into Samadhi. He cards. To catch the fish, this chit chat, smoking, all these things he is doing just for the good of humanity. Otherwise, he will go into samadhi. How much they have love and feeling for each other, you know? It was in Benaras. In the afternoon, we went to visit Vishwanath temple, Shiva temple in Benaras, very famous. Joginma, myself, we are went with Maharaj. The moment he entered into the compound of the Shiva temple, he found a sweeper who was sweeping all the flowers and the leaves and the dirt, he is sweeping. Maharaj asked him, will you please give your broomstick to me? He is the president of the Ramakrishna order. He is a spiritual son of Sri Ramakrishna. Took the broomstick from that sweeper and started to sweep. Started to sweep. But I watched him. What humility! But in serving God, I get so much peace. Shami Brahmananda, some attendants, Shami Bharadananda and Mukti Sharananda. Then I joined with them. Shami Vishuddhananda said, Then one day Maharaj was telling me, Look, my these two attendants, they are all rejected. They cannot adjust with any centers, with any people. Those who are rejected, I absorb them. I keep them with me. I take their service. One of them made a big mistake and he was asked to leave. Maharaj said, no, 
he will stay with me. Through love, he conquered their hearts. Maharaj said, and Shai Prabhupada also used to tell me, Chetananda, don't think that Shukadeva and Narada will come to you for to learn Vedanta. Hey, some bad people, these, that, you know, drunk, drug addicts, hey, all types of people will come to you. If you make them spiritual, then there is a credit. There is no credit, there is no glory to make a good man good. If you make a bad man good, then there is a glory. <laughs> that Prabhupada told me. He is talking about his personal life. It was in 1905. I was 22 years old. I went to Imperial Library in Esplanade, in the central part of Calcutta. And I was watching the bookshelf. I found a book, Ramakrishna and his sayings. Life and Sayings of Sri Ramakrishna by Professor Max Muller. It was published in, I think, 96, that book was published, 1896. So I read, Dakshin is situated four miles to the north of Calcutta. It was Max Muller took me to Sri Ramakrishna. Max Muller, you know, he was a German Orientalist. He was the professor of Oxford University. He translated the whole Rig Veda, spending 40 years. Hey, last summer, not this summer. Yeah, last summer, I was in Oxford University. So, Swamiji met him. He's a great, great scholar. German Orientalist. Anyhow, but it's, it is Max Muller's book took me to Dokshineshwar. I went there. I used to eat prasad from Dokshineshwar temple. The whole Saturday, Sunday, I used to meditate under Panchavati 